Hey everybody, it's Editing Katie. I just wanted to jump on here and let you guys know a couple things. So first and foremost, this episode is a draft. Um, that being said, we were still working off of two mics at the time, which is why I sound a little quiet. Um, the other thing is that this was still our old formula. Um, so right now we are trying to figure out something a little different other than just going through a straight run through of the movie. So please bear with us. And that being said, I hope you guys still enjoy this episode. Have fun. Bye-bye. Hey, welcome to the Certainly Doom. Reviews. Episode. Three. Browser history. I'm your host, Kurt. I'm Sam. This is Katie. And it's Corey. Why, why am I already hosting another episode? Because you're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have a voice for radio. And a face for one, too. Ha, ha, ha. Um, so this hey, you week. You said it, not us. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> This week we watched uh, Searching. It's one of my personal favorites. I think I actually said that in the intro episode. Yeah, you um, did. I, I did, yeah. Jinx. Yep. It was 102 minutes long, and we watched it on Blu-ray. However, it's available on Prime with ads. Uh, and, and, you know, if we're going to hop right into the review, I don't think it's going to be a surprise that I think it's a watch it. I, I, I've already said watch it, I think. <laughs> Yeah, you said it was. You did say that it was your favorite movie in the in, in the intro. So let's yeah. skip it then, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he lied to you all. He actually really really hates this movie. Uh, it's a watch it for me, y'all. Also, a watch it for me. So watch it for me. Woo. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, no input from anybody. Just everybody's like, just go see it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just I go mean, watch it right now. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. We, we slept on, like, you telling us that we should be watching this movie for, like, a long time. For, like, two years. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly because I'm usually the one that gets picks out the movie because I bring a selection and then everybody's like, oh, Sam, you pick. So well, I pick no, up. we're really just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then we all just sit there and, and move on to a, a different, <laughs> yeah, we move on to a different topic and then I you put it. can't tell them. we're very indecisive. Yeah. So yeah, I just kind of like, this is a movie I want to watch again. Well, <laughs> well, sometimes to be fair, it is like Katie and Corey haven't seen any of them, but I've seen every movie you bring. That's so, also true. So it's like, man, I shouldn't really have an input. But then they don't pick anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then you end up picking something. You're just kind of like, okay, I'm putting this one in the well, Blu-ray player. Well, spoiler alert for another movie I love. I'll always pick Judge Dread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the good one. Yeah, uh, Dread 2012. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. But it is such a watch it. The second watch through yields so much more for you. Every time you watch it, you notice something more and more and more. Where like the more you think about it, the more comes up. And you're like, whoa, I didn't think about that before. Yeah, or like it, everything connects slowly and then like you get to the end of the movie and then you're like everything makes sense now yeah it, it's great it's, it's puzzle pieces the whole movie and it's just it's awesome awesome i mean i watched it for the first time with kurt and Corey, and i really enjoyed it and then sam happened to be working that night so him and i got to watch it another night and that second time through i was like ooh, ooh, this and this and this and so by the end of it i was like oh my god that was so just like satisfying I've only watched it once. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it a lot. I I did uh, prank Kurt and Corey saying it was meh. Um, and we we so believed it, even though we knew that you would like it. We were like, I can't believe you didn't like it. I can't believe you didn't then, like it. Uh, on the episode that the audio was terrible, and uh, I surprised them saying watch it. And we were like, bro. Started yelling. <laughs> we were not. Yeah. We were yeah. not pleased. They had like that what looks on their faces and it was fantastic if there's ever a movie that we're going to review on the podcast that i would say really don't listen to our like the next spoiler half just watch it and then come back please come back um it's this one like like mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of other movies you can like listen to the plot synopsis and have fun this one it works the second you time. just need to experience it yourself yeah. the first time yeah. all right but with that being said the spoilers Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers, y'all. <laughs> Very country of you, Katie. <laughs> oh, now they're not going to know which one is <laughs> who's who. <laughs> I'm going to take on a country persona from now on. <laughs> Why say y'all so much? And I, then I feel like maybe that was the only thing differentiating your voice and mine. <laughs> we sound really different. Uh, you and I think so, but when I listen back, unless we are talking for like an extended amount of time, you can't tell at all. All right, listeners, we need you to tell us, do, 
Do Corey and I sound different? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kurt. Do Sam and I sound the same? No. no. <laughs> All right. That would be really surprising if we did. <laughs> There's that one guy in the comments who's like, yeah. <laughs> Can't tell the part. All right, you guys. So this movie takes place completely from the perspective of a computer screen. Kind of like Unfriended, but not like Unfriended because it's good. <laughs> but like Unfriended because it's... Uh... Speaking of which, they actually, uh, the producers of this also produced Unfriended. And one of Margot's friends is the girl from... Uh, Laura? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it... so are they in the same universe? If you yep. can't tell, I do actually like Unfriended. <laughs> well, um... you like any bad horror movies. Oh, I do. Kurt, you like, like every movie. Man. Not true, but yes. <laughs> it's weird because the more high concept the movie gets, the less and less I could potentially like it. I love those movies. <laughs> like, like high concept movies can lose me in a flash, but Unfriended, I'm entertained the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched Unfriended like three times. Um, it's your two brain cells really chugging. <laughs> bro. All right, all right. Okay. Spoilers. We're here on out. All Spoilers. Right. Okay. Spoilers. Now we gotta actually talk about the movie. <laughs> so, the movie starts off with this really good intro. Uh, if you ever seen Up, which, I mean, come on. We've all seen Up. Very similar vibes. You got the good piano playing. There's a computer booting up. You know, it's showing this lady living her life, raising her daughter, going through events. Her daughter's going to school. You're giving me up PTSD. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, it's there's also the father involved in this. Yeah, the he's recording involved. pretty much everything. He has a daughter. And yeah. It's it's so wholesome and fun. It's very cute. It's sweet. And then like the music starts to swell to a piano, and you know it's gonna be sad, just like an up with the baby. Okay, you know what's going on. Okay, and all of a sudden it pops up on their calendar that she's a doctor's appointment, and. You know, it starts to go through her struggle with cancer and the family's reaction to it. And they're trying to stay strong and stay together as a family. And then the piano gets louder. And then you see the husband, whose name is David, played by John Cho. He does a great job. He does a great job. Can't wait for Cowboy Bebop live action. So excited. Yeah, he's really great in this. I guess this is kind of like breakout role, quote unquote. I mean, he's in a lot of... Yeah, I mean, he's on a lot of things, but... Wasn't he in Star Trek? He was. I feel like this was his first, like, serious... No offense to John Show, but his first, like, I feel like it was... performance. I think he's I in, like, a lot of cult stuff. Yeah. But this makes me want to check him out in other things. Yeah. 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 He was really, this really is, like, guys. something very recognizable for him. And it's a good thing it is. I mean, it's... Yeah. But, anyways, you see him delete an event, and, you know, you kind of know. And then his daughter, whose name is Margot posts her first photo of school and mom's not in it yeah it's just margo and dad in it cue the da na 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 and then your heart just kind of breaks in half a little and bit and the computer like, screen oh. cuts out and it kind of leaves you in this silence and this blackness for just it lets you sit in it it lets you sit in it for a second get to marinate in that sadness <laughs> and it's it is it's such an effective opening because instantly i'm transported like, if there is no outside stimuli, I am not watching a movie anymore. I'm like... I'm You're like, zeroed in. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing going on around me. And then... So the computer boots up. It's a different computer now. It it's, is, a, it's a Mac. It's a Mac for all of you. <laughs> going from Windows Vista to Mac. And it's like the good old Windows, too. Yeah. They do a great job recreating, like, old YouTube and... Because it was all recreated. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, they had animators, like, remake those. They're not, like, actual archived versions of those websites. Yeah, I remember when those websites used to look like that. I remember huddling around a laptop, loading, like, spending ten minutes loading Fred. Yeah, or ignoring Orange, <laughs> and you're like, why am I watching this? But the movie gives you that feel when it pops up YouTube or when it shows these older things. Like it, It's got the nostalgia aspect to it. Yeah. And they did a great, great job at it. It cuts to David's perspective. And he is pretty much right away kind of grilling his daughter, but not in like a, an abusive or really harassing way, but in just a normal parent. Like, hey, you didn't take out the trash. Takes a photo of him with the trash. He's like, can't believe you didn't take out the trash. You know, it's he, it's not... He's just being a normal dad with a teenage kid. It's not malicious by any means. Yeah, it's not like overbearing and like, rah, you didn't do the rah. It's just like, hey, we talked about this. You're supposed to take out the trash. It's kind of dorky. 
Yeah. yeah. It's 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 kind of cutesy in a way. Yeah. Like it's like, just you can tell this has kind of like become a routine for them. <laughs> yeah, like that he just does this every week, and like yeah. every week he takes a new angle up and blows the trash. <laughs> Next um, time I'm going to print out a Polaroid like, take a Polaroid <laughs> picture and put it on your door. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes to work, and at work, uh, he ends up opening up his email, and then there's, like, so many little things you can notice in the emails as well. And it's just, like, pause it and read them. Not on your first. Don't pause it the first the first watch. Like, don't Don't, don't be that it. person. Well, I would hope if they're listening to this part of it, they've it's actually not. watched it. But if you have watched it, totally go in and pause the emails because there's, like, one from his therapist, one from him trying to date. Um, there's like another Easter egg one that's like a reference to something. But mm. it's it's really it's really fun. Like these little personal touches. Never none of them are opened. I think so. That's why I'm like, oh, wow, wow. Some of these look like business emails, man. So what you're telling me is David is not a type A person. No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, type A means I can't no believe you don't know what that means. Yeah, type That's... A is somebody who doesn't have any kind of notifications. Everything is cleared. Type there... B is you let thousands of emails pile up. Oh, that's because I'm a type B person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like type got, like, A is somebody emails. who's like obsessed oh, with organization. Yeah. Wait, that's not me. Me either. I have my phone pulled up. I have 1,049 unread emails on my like business email, 20 Reddit notifications, and 66 text messages. What I'm hearing is I'm the only type A person in this room. Yeah, Should I yeah. tell how many emails no, I have? No, please don't tell me all 5,000? More. Same. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. 6,657. We're all lucky I don't have mine pulled up. Oh, I hate it here. And the thousand I would like to remind is a work account. This is my work email. I mean, I have like three different emails, so. Okay. I have five. I have like five or six, and they are clear. I check them on a regular basis. Absolutely not. One is purposely just for shopping. I'm uh, never checking that one ever. I mean, no. I just wait for like the notification for the email that I'm waiting, and then yeah, respond. yeah, yeah respond for real. To that. You live a sad life, Katie. <laughs> so you know, David gets home and he's like, he's like, trash has been taken out. So he texts Margot again, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm at a study group. They Facetime. We get to see Margot. You know, it's it seems like there's something between them." But you kind of assume it's just the trash at this point. You're not really thinking. Like, There's an elephant in the room that's un- unaddressed. Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of just think it's the trash. Um, sure you do. <laughs> sure, honey. Like, maybe you realize it's deeper. But, I mean, I've watched it three times, and I I, I have mixed feelings about that part. And... Uh, huh? I mean, I just feel like they don't... They're, they're struggling to get along. Cause, yeah, they're struggling. Yeah. I feel like they're really struggling to communicate. Yeah. Is what it is conveying. And, you know, everything else after this part kind of points to that. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is they ease you into it. It's not just like mm. you got to figure it out that that they mm-hmm. have a really mm-hmm. strict context clues. Yeah. yeah. And so time goes on and, you know, David goes to bed. During that night, you see Margot call him. But in the foreground of the shot, you can literally see a bottle of sleeping pills or some type of, you know, antidepressant Medication. medicine. Yeah. And so he misses the calls from his daughter, wakes up the next morning, sees them, sees the trash isn't empty, notices she isn't around. He starts to freak out. I mean, respectfully, like it's not like it's a... Yeah, I'd be yeah. concerned if I had phone calls in the middle of the night and then you can't get a hold of anybody and they're supposed to be home and yeah. And she also leaves her laptop. Yeah, she's supposed to be at school that day. Yeah, and so... He starts to panic, and so he starts to call around to her old friends, and he the ends school. up the school. Yeah, and he ends up finding out she's not to at her school. Music teacher. He doesn't call her music teacher yet. He ends up contacting one of her old friends. It's a dude, and she's just like, "Oh my god, yeah, my son and Margot and a bunch of other people are going up to the mountains for a vacation. They're in California, so I'm gonna assume that's normal." It's his uh, mom. Yeah, it's the friend's mom, and so he's like, "Oh, they just skipped school. Those." Stupid teenagers, they skipped off Friday to go up to the mountains. And he kind of laughs it off. So Minnesotan right there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend a, a nice chunk of my childhood in Minnesota. I just I just got to throw that out there. Sorry. Not throw that out there. Oh, fuck throw yes. it out there. Can you say, don't you know? Don't you know, Sam? Yeah, ask if we have don't any you know. Are you going to go to the cabin? Oh, I'm going to go to the cabin. Go ice fishing with Toby. <laughs> 
sorry. Okay, carry on. <laughs> and so, you know, he doesn't call the police. He doesn't do anything because, again... Yeah, I mean, he's like, hey, have your son call me whenever he they get back. They have reception. I mean, Margaret gets a pissed off text, but... <laughs> well, he gets, she gets he, a really pissed off text, and then he gets rid of it. And then he gets rid he's, of it, and he's just he's like, hey, call me. Yeah, what everybody does is where they type it out, and they're like, this is way too long. <laughs> this is really aggressive and angry, so I'm not going to send it, so I'll delete it, and then I'll send him a call or a message. I never yeah. do that. And <laughs> I never do that. I just send whatever it is. <laughs> like, you get my first thought, and that's it. <laughs> you know, at this point, you're kind of like David, and you don't really feel like anything's wrong. Like... Uh, I, mean, I feel like you do because you know what the movie is. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you I kind of get the idea that like maybe something happens on the trip. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, and the, you're off. just waiting for the, just, the call from the trip know. from them to be like, oh well. You don't know what is job. off. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that night happens, and he ends up contacting his brother. Oh wait, no, that was the previous night. He ends up call- anyway. So he ends up calling his brother, and. His brother's character is introduced, and he kind of plays a part later. He's also acted really wonderfully from this guy's pretty much first role as his brother. He does do a very good job, even though he's not in it a ton. Is revealed to be a pothead, which is funny because John Cho got to start Harold and Kumar, and if you don't understand any of that, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, And there's, like, immediately, like, David seems like, oh, he's got his life together. I work the the nine to five job an IT company. Yeah, yeah. Married, he's got it. Kid, and then his brother's like hockey, so hockey, weed every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking he, weed he, and playing hockey. And he hasn't quite hit the same maturity level. <laughs> he he comes off. Yeah, he comes up as much younger. Yeah, it's almost like it, it. It makes it seem like there's a huge age difference, even though I don't think. I think that's at one point they say like two or three years. Yeah, so yeah. it's nothing major, but just the in the way they be, they both behave, and like you, Katie, and us. Yeah. And and so there's a little little detail is he's cooking something traditionally Korean, and uh, David gets all weirded out because his wife was is from one of his wife's family's recipes, and so he gets all weirded out. And his brother's like, "What do you mean? You know, it's it's just this dish. It's not like it. Yeah, his wife's dish. It's a general dish." And it's just like these little things that you notice that you're like, oh man. That's really get, sad. The, get the hint that David probably hasn't done much cooking of that. You variety. really understand that he's just a depressed man. Yeah, you like you you get you get a feeling that he's depressed without it. It's not like he's saying he's depressed. Yeah. Oh god, what is that term? I used it. Trauma porn. It's not trauma porn where he <laughs> is a character. It is not his <laughs> It, it's is, not his whole personality. It, yeah, it is it, not the soul of the movie. He's a character or who is depressed, him. not a depressed character. He, he doesn't go out and verbally say, I am depressed. He's yeah. not like, I'm he, depressed. He doesn't have Dad. his 13 reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's not like cringy dialogue where they like, yeah. describe their whole character like nobody does in real life. Yeah, He feels like, like a real person. Yeah, he, he feels very real and it's, it, it's, yeah, it's touching. I don't like a certain group of movies. And so the next day... Margot's still not back, and David starts to get real worried. Mm-hmm. Because, and so finally he hears from the kid. a friend, yeah. and he's just like, hey man, uh, I haven't been friends with Margot in years. She didn't go on the trip. My mom forced me to invite her. I don't know where she is. And you can see like the panic set on his face in that moment. And bam, he's calling 911 reporting her missing. He's starting to call all of her friends. He's got a Google Sheet up with like all of everybody her friends, everything and her where contacts. everybody was, her contacts. All while like Googling the stats of like what's how realistic is that they'll find a missing person. Yeah, because you know, you've already missed the first twenty four of the first forty eight. So yeah. you know, he starts going through her friends, he starts calling people, and this is when you really start to set in that maybe David doesn't know Margo at all. We also get the idea that Margo's kind of a loner. Yeah, because she doesn't have really any friends. All these people are like, I mean, I did a group project with her like two months ago, but she doesn't really talk to anybody. She sits alone at lunch, and I think there's a photo of her sitting alone at lunch. Yeah. yeah. Which is just... And you kind of get oof. the... You said oof? Oof. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, I mean, you kind of get the feeling, you know, oh my god, he always thought she had so many friends. He calls the people that she was in the group popular. project with. 
And David's like, what? No, you guys did a group project together. Why don't you know where she is? Like, I just invited her over because she's good at this stuff. Yeah, like, it is very... Trying to get into... Was she trying to get into Berkeley? Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. Trying to get into Berkeley. Or, like, Preston or something. It was very realistic. To, I mean, as the smart kid. <laughs> Maybe you want to smack a teenager. <laughs> as we talked about in our, oh, yeah, you our special, uh, teenagers suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> teenagers suck. So, finally, David hears back. He gets a detective assigned to his case. And it's Detective Rosemary Vick. Played by Deborah Dem- Messing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody watched uh, Will and Grace, but. That doesn't look like yeah. I watched Will and Grace. No. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't watch very much of it. I've seen a handful of episodes, but. For all, everybody who can't see, no, it does not look like Sam watched Will and Grace. <laughs> for our audio listeners. <laughs> hey, to stay tuned for when that's not a the only possibility. So. Vic's VapoRub is... She's a good character. <laughs> and she's a very interesting character. Especially if you've seen the movie. You know why she is... We're in spoilers, so we can talk oh, about okay. openly. Oh, okay. Yeah, she is, like, the most... Like, she covers up this whole thing. And you can watch her piece it together, the cover-up, as she's talking. Yeah. Can I just tell you about how much I hate that we have already spoiled it? I know that this is all spoilers, but I, like... We're building up to it, and now that we're talking about it, I'm like, this feels wrong. So he starts to Google her, and he pops up on her Facebook, and like her Facebook says, like, uh, you know, a mother's love to her son matters most. Oh yeah, it's like knows no bounds. But of course, her son. Profile picture is her with her son. I mean, her son's the one who did all this stuff to Margot. So I mean, it's creepy. You don't like it. Well, I don't like that context about it. (laughs) No, no, but yeah, yeah. the the lack of context. (laughs) And so, like, there's a point where she's like standing with a bunch of prisoners. And one of them plays in later. Okay, and a little bit of context to that. She's doing a rehabilitation program where she's standing next to prisoners and they're doing construction work. Yeah, but... I it's mean, not just, like, prisoners. She, <laughs> she, she's like, not, like, <laughs> IG posing with some ex-convicts. Yeah. I mean, she kind of was, considering, like, you find no, out it how was, corrupt it she wasn't, is. But it was in a newspaper. I mean, yes, she wasn't though. using that so she could use it later to cover up. Her... I don't. I don't not believe that, dude. How many of those people have been Epstein since then? <laughs> well, not now because she's in prison. Good. <laughs> the rest of those guys are like, oh, man, dodged the bullet, yeah. literally. Oof! Oof! Right. Spoilers, Sam. We're in spoilers. <laughs> I hate all three of you for this. So... You encouraged it. So, finally, David starts piecing together some stuff, and we might run through this in a different order than it's the movie, but Yeah, still, obviously. You know, it's, they're all very important. Like, he finds out her piano money hasn't been going to a piano teacher, but it's going to a Venmo account. Yeah, yeah she hasn't she, been to the piano in six months. Yeah, he calls the piano teacher <laughs> earlier. Yeah, I thought he called her on Friday because she was supposed to have piano lessons. Yeah, yeah he called, called the, the school, and the school was like, she's not here, and he was like, oh. She's Maybe she's at piano, piano lessons. Carl's the piano teacher. She hasn't been coming here in like six months, but she's still pocketing the money. And then he calls her friends. Oh, uh, maybe. I'm, I'm sure. Mr. I know this movie. Let's see. So he's the Venmo account. And then <laughs> he finds that she's been streaming herself on a website that is not called Ustream. We really <laughs> thought it was called Ustream. It's the first re- recording of this, we were like, you find us on our Ustream. We're going to make one. Re- do not. Way, don't Google that. Don't, don't do anything with that. Please don't go to Ustream.com if you are not over 18, 18 or 21 depending on the state oh, country let's, yeah let's just be safe 21 or don't, older don't, just don't. <laughs> don't, don't go to Ustream it is not kosher okay you guys we totally have a Ustream that's because we can't stop delete it, it. <laughs> no, don't, don't say that we deleted it <laughs> yes we did <laughs> yeah we did we totally deleted our Ustream we were going to do like a fun gag and be like oh hey so check us out on Ustream <laughs> You can't do that now. He discovers that she has this thing, and it's it's kind of like if Omegle was more like Twitch. Or Facebook Live, I yeah. guess. Yeah. If... Or Periscope. <laughs> Back when Periscope was alive. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, before they put Periscope out to pastor. Um, like, like maybe Vine. like RPAN, like the Reddit. Rip Vine. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Or, or just chatting on Twitch. Yeah. 
I, it's just yes, just chatting on streaming. Twitch is what it is. And so she finds out she they has have a just chatting category. Did yes. you? So there's been a he goes back to a lot of her use streams and see she has a friend on there named Fish and Chips, who's a weirdly stock looking photo chick. <laughs> From England. Look, look, look. She looked she's way not too. She's from England. She's from California. No, she's from like Pennsylvania or something. No, shit. Pennsylvania. Fish yeah. and Chips is from Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was from California. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyways, okay. Fish and Chips is not local. Sorry. Fish and Chips ain't local, y'all. Why well, is it England? Because it's Fish and Chips. Come on, you guys. Yeah, that's weird. Why would you choose Fish and Chips? That's a terrible username. If you're oh, from maybe the if US. it was Margo's, maybe, maybe it's Margo's favorite food. That seems weird. That's like oddly specific. I mean, I guess he was stalking her, but like, it's like, I'm going to make my username her favorite food. Like, imagine like if I got hit up from like burritos, bro, I don't care how hot you are. You're not real. <laughs> you're just a creepy stalker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. And so he goes through a stream, and you know, there's, there's this really. No, 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 no. You cast. You cast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. On he, he sees fucking chips. He, you know they become friends slowly, and there's real one really really sad stream where it's the anniversary of her mother's death. And she holds up a picture of her mom. And she holds a picture of her mom, and she's not saying anything. And I, I it's kind of weird. That's not true. She says happy birthday, babe, <laughs> which I thought was weird. And then it's quiet. Yeah. Either way, it makes you feel really awkward, and maybe like she doesn't know how to grieve. Which I can't how, imagine why. Yeah, <laughs> kids imitate behavior of their parents, and her dad can't grieve. And, he wants to watch The Voice. The Voice. Which yeah, he just like comes in in the middle of the stream and she, it startles her and he's like, do you want to come watch The Voice? Wait. He's trying. He's just trying to make everything feel as normal as possible and it and is not working for her. And, and that's why it's, you, you, you know, like we might sound like David's a bad guy, but you can't hate David because of this. Yeah, he just wants things to be normal for her and her to feel like she can live a normal life without he, a mother. He's being a bad father while not being a bad person or a bad father. He's, he's trying his best. The, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's what and it that, is. And that's like the really hard part is watching him realize that even his best wasn't maybe correct. Not enough, but correct. And it's very sad. It's very touching. And John Cho does this all with facial expressions in the corner of the screen. <laughs> and about like uh, two by two little squares. <laughs> yeah. It does a lot. It does wonders. The looks on his face. And it doesn't zoom in on his face. There's not like a slow crawl to his face it's just in the corner him slowly realizing the stuff with the stupid facetime ui over it <laughs> yeah so make it even worse because the facetime ui goes away on my phone but god never for david rip david <laughs> and so you know all this time he's you know he's reporting to vic's vapo rub and <laughs> finally you know she's just like hey margo ran away give up david oh well they start doing sad. like you know it's that sad cool but they don't do anything new because she's still a runaway the venmo and the money was transferred to another account which was allegedly hers and then you get the video of her going out of town yeah yeah vix pretty much is like hey we were able to track down um this venmo that it was switched over to here's a fake id yeah the traffic cam she just switched it yeah over to herself we found out fish and chips is a real person it's this lady out of pennsylvania she is really a waitress Nothing sus about her. Here's your this daughter's cam a, footage of your, your daughter driving out of town. Your daughter's a drug trafficker. Which both Corey and I were like, that car's following her. <laughs> Maybe not, because we're just paranoid. Yeah, I am so paranoid. Like, I call Kurt every day when I'm coming from, from home. Like, even when I'm, like, at my parents' house, which is a 10-minute drive from where we live, I'm still, like, I'm on my way home. So that way, if I die or like get in a car crash or something, he knows. He knows where to find me. He knows which way I would be going. Yeah, and speaking of finding you and getting in a car crash, David realizes that she was heading the same way as this lake that she streamed from. That's the best segue we've had. <laughs> and like he's putting all the pieces together. He's like, "There's the stream from this place, the Venmo, and all the puzzle Tumblr. pieces click." Yeah, her Tumblr links to there. So he goes to this lake, and then this or is my this is my probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah, because it's it's like three a.m. and David FaceTimes Vic, and he's like, he's I like, feel you, like 
You told me she you ran away. You told me she ran away. You told me she ran away. And the look of confusion. And he holds up her keychain, which is a Pokeball, which is weirdly plot relevant. Uh, a handmade Pokeball by her mom. Yeah. Uh, something and then, feels... And, feels, and uh, then, you know, like, it cuts to them, you know, dragging the car out of the lake. Well, when he's on the phone with Vic, like, the FaceTime, she comes, like, bursting out of her bedroom because it's three in the morning. And her son kind of peeks his head out of the door. And he's like, what's going on, Mom? And he's like, she's immediately, go back to bed, go back to bed. And you see him see David and know who he is. And Vic, like, she has that, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit look on her face. But it's not the oh shit, oh shit, oh shit look you think it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, also, Fish and Chips, the first you cast that we see, she holds up, like... Uh, she's talking or whatever, and Fish and Chips comes in the chat and then asks her about Pokemon. And it feels like she's like, that's weirdly specific. And he's like, who doesn't like Pokemon? Specific? That word, whatever. I don't care enough. I love that miniseries. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a detail that is like, you catch later on, especially with the like, the Pokeball, and then more so. And what Fish and Chips's favorite Pokemon is is a like chameleon type. Chameleon, I want to say, like literally. I don't remember. All Pokemon names are dumb. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite Pokemon is the Trash Bag Pokemon. My favorite is the Candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, my legit favorite is Charizard. I just want to throw that my out there. My favorite Squirtle. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the only one that wears sunglasses. Squirtle Squad Gang Gang. Wait, oh. that's not true. I mean, Pikachu maybe does, but Squirrel no. Squad. No, 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 Squirrel no. Squad uh, was the original. Uh, oh, gosh. What was the... What was the... the uh, why can't I remember his name? I don't know, but he... Oh, Totodile. wears songlasses in the yeah, show. But, but Totodile was in the Squirrel Squad. Yeah. So he got it from what the I'm Squirrel saying, Squad. What I'm saying is he's not okay, so he's the only one. member of the Squirrel Squad, yeah. is what I'm hearing. <laughs> what I'm hearing is it's all about the Squirrel Squad. They drag the car from the lake. And you're like, oh my god, is there a body in there? This is going to be a short movie. <laughs> Guess what? There's no body. Well, well, no, it makes you just think that like the rest of the movie is just going to be fine, trying be to find out who, who it did was. it or maybe him who? grieving. Either way, I was getting real uncomfortable because I was watching this with my little brother the first time. And he's not <laughs> young, but I'm like, oh man. This could maybe traumatize him. <laughs> you, are, you are 13. Yeah, that's about right. This could be really traumatizing for you. But it wasn't. She was in the car, but they do find all the money. The packet of money. So then you're like, what? I thought she I thought she Venmoed it to the account and I thought she gave it to the you know, you're so confused the entire yeah. time. You're like, that doesn't doesn't yeah. make sense. But very quickly it turns into a search of the area. Like they they don't really spend any time on that. It's just like bam, we're gonna search the area for her. Like the only like major things for the search is Vic is like, oh, we've already searched here and here, and it's dangerous, so don't look there. And then all the memes that come out of David talking about the search party which because I, the internet sucks. Yeah, which another teenager suck. <laughs> yeah, another teenager suck movie or moment and movie. Yeah, so there's like best dad or dad of the year because David's very standoffish and. Kind of rude. Oh, and people like accuse him of being the one to do it. He starts going on and commenting to people and feeding the trolls, which is never what you do. You don't feed trolls. Like, and the worst part is, is the part of the area where Vic crosses off. You don't even think about it because when you look on the topographical topographical map, it is mountainous and treacherous. Treacherous, and so like you're like, oh well, nothing's clearly there. She's the police. We're supposed to trust her. Yeah, and also, like, it would make sense the most dangerous part the police would do. Yeah, is this an anti-police movie? Maybe. <laughs> um, maybe that's the real message of searching. I found it. <laughs> is so, that what you were searching for? Yeah. Is that, is that, a, was that a pun? <laughs> that's why I said that. Of course it was. I got jokes tonight. Um, David really starts going through his daughter's stuff. He turns oh, on her laptop. You caught off when you were saying that it rained. So, after, since it's raining, they call it the search party, which is, again, important. It's like, it's weird how these, like, these little things come back later. I like it. And he goes back, and he goes to search through her computer, Margo's computer, and you can tell, like, right when he opens it up, her background is a photo of her and her mom. 
and he like stops. Oh. He stops. He he's and always nothing happens on the screen. And it you just... know, and you can't really see him. We can kind of see the outline of him, you know, but you can't really. It's not like a normal movie where like you get the the shot from behind him as it opens up the computer screen, and you can see all of him just kind of stiffen as he looks at it. You can feel it though. Yeah. In that moment, you feel it. Yes. And Truly. so you know, he starts feeding the trolls even worse. He starts, mm. especially interacting with this one who says that he has Margot. She's tied up in her basement, her sex slave, you know, like They're all going sorts to the movies with her. Yeah, all sorts of gross stuff. So, <laughs> like going to the movies, yeah. So David shows up to meet them at the movies. And punches a teenager in the face. Well, he, the teen starts, starts it. it, yeah. The teen starts it, but at the end of the day, David David punches this guy. He should have never gone there. I mean, he shouldn't have, but he's... He's upset and angry and trying to figure shit out. And, and there's this dumb he's, teenager he's a that who makes doesn't a, know how technology a, works. Even though it's totally from technology. Yeah. Everything's about the technology. Okay, well, like, what I'm saying is he doesn't I know, understand I know the that. trolling culture. I know. Okay, okay. I just want to, just want to. He ends up going back, and he finds he's looking at photos of them dragging up the car, and he notices in the back seat there's this hoodie. Well, this hoodie happens to be one of the hoodies his brother's wearing. Almost always, his brother loves the certain hockey team. Go Fins. Go Fins. <laughs> <laughs> almost sounds like Gopher. Well, it's the Dolphins, but. I think everything's just shortened to fins. Yeah, because they probably couldn't, because my name is Copyrights. Yeah. And Yum. so he ends up, David ends up figuring out that Margo went to her brother's house the night of the study group. And he starts looking at all their messages and he's reading through them. And, and they're all very sudden, sus. They are so sus. It's really so like sus. It that creepy you, uncle. It leaves you to fill your own conclusions, but you think creepy uncle. Yeah, it, I mean, like, immediately just makes you uncomfortable. It is so good. And again, this is one of the time I was looking at my little brother like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And like, I'm like, Yeah. Man. Well, like one of the texts, isn't it like last night, she says last night was, was kind of weird and he's like, didn't you like good, it? Though. Yeah. yeah. Didn't it feel good it though? Much, that kind of thing. And, yeah, just... and you're really like, mm, like, I don't like this. I, I liked him before. I, I don't make him this person. I almost unplugged the TV with my foot because I was sitting next to the power of Carrie Wolves. I was like, oh, nope. Storm knocked it out. Because it was storming at the time. <laughs> Poor Noah. <laughs> yeah. Kurt's just here to prevent childhood trauma. <laughs> hey. That he almost caused. You gotta yeah. do what you can. Uh, yeah. So, so he goes to confront him, sets up all these security cameras. So it's still taking perspective from a camera or electricity or whatever. He wants and to catch his brother saying it to him. Yeah. So he can incriminate him. So he goes over. His brother's cooking, chilling, relaxing. And then they get in, start to get in an argument. David confronts him. And David starts choking him out. I mean, like, David starts going ham. And he's like, how could you do that to her? I can't believe you touched her. And then his All brother... All while his phone is ringing. Yeah. And he's just ignoring it. And it's Detective Vic. Well, it doesn't... I think he leaves it out in his car, doesn't he? So it has, like... No, the, it's sitting no, on no, the coffee on the, table. Because yeah, you, you see, can see it, it ring upside out. down on the coffee table. And we can see it lighting up through the glass. That's right. It's, it's his laptop out in the car. So finally, you know, after he's like choking his brother's brother's like, I just gave her weed. And, you know, all of a sudden it clicks. Translation, I just gave her weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he's like, it was just weed, bro. Like, come on. Which, at the end of the day, yeah, come on, come on. Just, the text looked really sus, and now it's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then he's still, David's still like, she was underage, bro. You shouldn't have gave her weed. And he was like, you didn't listen to her. And that was the only time she ever felt like she could relax. And she, you know, got her to talk to me. Oh, Finally. and the the feeling you get from that moment when he's like, you never listened to her. And it was the only time she felt like she could relax. And you, like, you feel like David is just so heartbroken in that second. Yeah. yeah. And like, then his brother is just like. You realize that she didn't trust him. Yeah. It was so sad. And that, like, their bond is completely gone. And they're. The, the, like he just accused his brother of being a pedo when his brother was the only anchor his daughter had. Yeah. Yeah. Like all that sets in at once. Even though there was drugs involved. It's California. We legal there. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so David finally answers his phone and you see him break down. This scene choked up Katie. 
choked up me my first time. It is, like, gut-wrenching, because you just, I mean, and all we get is the the camera on, like, David's back, and you just see him, his knees go, and he just crumples to the floor, and basically fetal positions. Like, crying and, and it, it's, it's heartbreaking. Because, again, this movie knows that, you know, that's one thing I love about it. They know you know what that phone call was. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't hear a single word of it, but it, just the way that David gives out. You know. I got it. I mean, it even hurts thinking about it. It does. <laughs> yeah. And so it turns out that there's this ex-convict whose name is Randy. Just throwing that out there. His name was Randy. Kartoff, right? Yep, Randy Kartoff posted a video Good admitted job. to Good raping memory. and murdering Margot. And then afterwards, he thought the cops were on to him, so he committed suicide. And there's like a... There's a video. Yeah, there's, there's a, a video. video. And I believe the video's on Live Leak, which I thought was a nice touch. Which is also not Ustream. Also, do not go to Live Leak. It doesn't matter how old you are. Do not go to Live Leak. Okay, I won't. So... You know, now that he's like, oh my god, my daughter's dead. There's a lot of him just kind of like sitting there in front of the camera. It's hard. So finally he gets an email about saying, hey, it's time to set up the virtual stuff. You know, upload photos of your daughter. Basically like a virtual funeral service. Memorial. Yeah. And so doesn't it, he gets an email from him earlier in the movie. Oh yeah, and he's like. He's all pissed off. Yeah, and he immediately emails back. She's not dead. And now he's like, okay, well, maybe she's dead. And he starts to go through all of this. And he starts to upload photos. He goes to upload a photo of, or a video of Margo and her mom playing piano to reinforce the fact that, you know, she got her love of piano from her mom. And it's and such a sad And they were so close and bonded. Because you see David look so alone. And especially with it being a computer screen, it all feels so cold and alone. And I think that like the the funeral service or website's mostly white, like the stark white color. There's no happy backgrounds. They've really driven home like this man has lost everything. And he is yeah, alone, and defeated. And he sad, and the music's defeated. There's really no music. Like there's, and you know what? It's oppressive. It's really oppressive. And I was just sitting there the first time, like, oh my god, they did it. Like I didn't think they were gonna do it. I didn't want him to do it. Now I'm just abysmally sad. And then finally, he uploads them. And this photo pops up, and it doesn't. It didn't click right away for me, but I think it clicked right away for. I know it clicked right away for Corey. He hit me. <laughs> and, and me. Yeah. Corey and I are like sitting. Oh there my god! Like hitting one another. It's it's a stock photo. It's the person. It's it's fish and chips. And it turns out, of course, it's the stock lady from Fish and Chips. And then, like, all the puzzle pieces. Yeah, he reverse begins. engineers the picture and so realizes great. that it is a stock photo, and you're like. And so, hmm. but he doesn't realize it's a stock photo right away. He calls up the Fish and Chips' actress, and he's like, why were you, you know, why were you messaging my daughter on Ucast? She's blah, like, blah, 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 blah. I don't know about that. Finally, he figures it out that it couldn't have been her. And then you see the realization hit, and he's like, wait a second, Detective Vic cleared Fish and Chips. And then that's when Vic's Fapo Rub gets Scooby-Doo villained into the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he uh, he calls uh, the nine one one dispatcher, or he tries to call Detective Vic. She yeah. doesn't answer because she's going to the memorial the service funeral. for his daughter. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he then calls nine one one, and then she, the lady reveals that Detective Vic volunteered for the case, and he oh. was believed that she had, was assigned this case. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, she does say that she was assigned. Yeah. yeah. But also, the 911 lady is like, I am so sorry about your daughter. I know who it's you like, are. It's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's trying to be genuine and be nice and like, I'm so sorry for your loss, but it's almost too abrasive. Yeah, I mean, you're calling 911 for a reason, and it is not to be like, I'm so sad my daughter's dead. It's not to be consoled that you've lost someone. I don't know. I feel like you guys are significantly. Nine one one is for emergencies. If he was gonna murk himself, no, you should look, not be saying that. Look, look, look! I know some nine one one operators, and they've told me stories from their lives. 
I will never talk crap on a 911 operator. I can't do it morally. Well, the good news is she's an actor. <laughs> that is the good news, but still. And this is a fake story. This story is immersive. Okay, you guys, I am there with David. Anyway, she does mention that Detective Vic volunteered. Yeah. She said, hello. And then we see something. Oh, the guy who, uh, who uh, confessed... Was the same one from the photo of her yeah. with the ex-convicts in the building, the houses, <laughs> of her and you're Instagram like, it's <laughs> like it's like fucking dominoes just start falling, and you're like, it all clicks together, it goes all the way to the top. It's so oh my weird. gosh, it's it is honestly like you start to piece it together with David, and it's so much fun because you piece it together with him. There is no big off screen like no this happens off screen you are watching him piece this together piece by piece with as you. you are you are in the same place that he is and you're like oh and my gosh it's great I, I mean i literally was sitting there going oh shit and then they and then this happened and, and it is truly awesome. what makes the movie and then so they go to it's rest so well done they go to rest vapor rub at the, the funeral. funeral. Yeah. And like David's standing there and you can feel the anger off of him. Oh, and they're casting the funeral. So they're casting the funeral. So you see you all these people at the funeral and them arresting her and him standing there like, why? One, why? One of my favorite characters is the girl who uh, <laughs> is a, like, a tragedy like, actor or like whatever yeah, you want to call the, it. Oh, we had a biology class segment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he called her... The study group Yeah, because she makes... A YouTube video talking about how she's such good friends with Margot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you hate her. But even you hate her so much. David I, yeah. has already talked to her, and she's like, I don't know who she is. I just used her to get good grades in this class. Again, teenagers are horrible. Yep. <laughs> and so it cuts to, you know, there's a helicopter footage to news, and, she's, and they're like, you know, the detective, whatever, you know, I don't even know if they say her name, but they might, you know, Detective Vic has just been arrested. <laughs> And then, you know, they're following it on a helicopter camera. And they're like, oh, wait, wait, they're, they're turning around. And then you see the cars turn around. And you don't know what's going on at this point. Yeah, because this is when we start getting the breakdown of her being in the interrogation room. Yeah. And so she's explaining everything. She's explaining the puzzle pieces. Yeah, she's explaining how she covered up the whole thing. And when For you her re- son. When you rewatch it, you see the look of, on her face when David's like, oh, you know, what about this? And you see her think, and she's like, I'll be right back. That's yeah. her going to go delete something, change something, manipulate something. Create the so ID. It's so good. It yeah. is so good. And well, like, when she's being interrogated, she's like, don't don't touch my son. I will tell you everything. This is all my fault. I did all of it. He's a special boy. You don't understand. He's a special boy. And it's like, that makes me feel like your son is a psychopath. He totally was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and she's a liar, and it's, yeah. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, y'all. That that, that teenager who, like, lied about being Margot's friend pretty bad, but imagine creating a whole fake story to catfish this girl you've had a crush on your whole life after her mom died, and then using her mom's death as a way to get closer to her, a la Scream. Oh, yeah. Um, we forgot to mention, I think, Fish and Chips goes on this story about how his mom is currently in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, her mom's in the hospital. Yeah, with, with cancer, too. And that's why Margo's keeping the piano money so she can send, send it. it to Fish and Chips. Yeah, because Fish and Chips says that he has to have a job, like, right after school to help pay for Came everything. And- yeah. It's, yeah. So that's why uh, he follows her out there so he can like apologize and refund the money and then they get into it. Sure, and, that's exactly why. Or the kerfuffle. Yeah. There's a yeah. kerfuffle. And look, I gotta be honest, like, the, I can't remember at what point like I finally clicked for me. I think it was one time when it shows one of the maps how far away her body was found to how far away the car was. Yes, it was and like you, quite a ways away. It yeah, makes so me think well, it was they also moved the, she had they moved to, the car. Yeah. Well, she pulled she, up to the lake. She yeah. had to run away from him too, I'm assuming. Yeah, but the fact that he chased her and then like when you see the ravine, you're like, he totally pushed her in it. Oh, it yeah. wasn't accidental. None of it was. And so they turned around because, you know, in the interview, Vapor Rub's like, well, no one could live down there for that long. Without water. Without water. And then David's like, because it's been five days. But it rained, which was set up earlier in a news report. A huge storm. Huge, huge storm. 
like torrential downpour storm. And that's why they had to stop the search. Yep. I, so, yeah. I know. I'm all, going. I'm relating it's back. It's all coming together, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it cuts to a body rescue thing. Oh my god. And that, that scene is so stressful. Oh, and it, you're you're like on the edge at this moment. I freaking cried because you're watching I I'm assuming it was a police officer trying to keep David away from where they sent the the searchers down. Yeah. And yep. you get the the camera slowly panning around and you watch them finally bring Margo. Yeah, it's like um, a, a news report of them being like they're trying to keep David away. They don't know if she's alive. Um, they don't know what's going on. They're, they're waiting to assess her until they can pull her up. And you see David, like, frantically trying to get over there. Yeah, and so as soon as she's on, like, level ground with him, and he just breaks through. Like, this whole time, I'm so tense. But the second he breaks through and gets to her, I just start crying. Like, he started crying profusely. Like, it, like, it, it was so, like, this whole movie, there's really, really touching parts. But that was just like, oh, my God. That is just the like. Like it's it's the last little bit of hope that you you've had, even though this whole time you're like, she ran away, she's dead, she things that we can't speak about happened to her, and, you With know. With her just, her uncle, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean everything is so dark and scary, and it's, it really tries to turn you to so many different lights and ways, so that you believe. There's like no, whatever it is that you want to believe. It gives you the momentum to believe it. Yeah, like, every chance of, like, hope that you've had is just keeps getting struck down. And this last little 1% that's hanging on. And like I said, as soon as David just reaches her on the stretcher, on the stretcher, it just, like, tugs at the heartstrings. I can see it on Kurt's face right now. (laughs) It is. It really is. It was, like, like, even, like, even, even my little brother was, like, that was sad. (laughs) (laughs) it's like watching it with sam yeah Yeah. that's exactly it and sam's nodding yep (laughs) and so then it cuts to i think it's six months later no no couple years couple two two Uh, years oh yeah two years and it's you know it cuts to margo and david on a call she's alive woot Ooh, you know, hallelujah. Or they're, they're texting because they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're waiting to see if she gets her uh, acceptance letter. She oh, does. she it's it's her refreshing on the page yeah, to see if she gets accepted like over and over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah we're now on Margot's perspective from her computer. Yeah, because she gets accepted, they celebrate. And he then... sends her a picture of her in the hospital. And it's for piano. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, they're in the hallway together. Yeah, and, and she's, she's still in, in her wheelchair. wheelchair. Uh, yeah. It's her background. Well, he sends her the picture. He sends and then, and then she, she makes it. And then that's that's her new background. And then it, she finally changes it from the photo of her and her mom to her and her dad. And then the, he, he, at the end, uh, David texts her, your mom would have been proud, which is something he's tried to text her the whole movie. And he finally, he finally says it. And to me, that was that was the moment that made me tear up, even on rewatch. It was incredibly heartwarming and touching. And then the movie ends with her shutting down her computer, and you see the background as those two, and that's it. And it was, I mean, 11 out of 10, it's arguably my favorite movie. <laughs> it's a really, really great movie. It's very touching. It's the best computer point of view, thriller, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Movie. So, so. Are there a lot of options as far as those go? Uh, Unfriended 1 and 2. This modern family episode, <laughs> and this, and maybe a couple more. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's another one. Oh, God, I can't remember the name. We oh, just it's a horror it the movie, theater. and it's uh, it was made solely during the pandemic, and all of the people were at their own place. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's 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 not searching level of quality, but it's way better than Unfriended. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have to watch that. And then it's, it's fun. There's another in this Unfriended searching universe that they might be working on, which is the little side story about the alien invasion. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, in some of the web pages, there's like little news like headlines, basically talking about this like alien invasion or like. The like the arrival of aliens. Yeah, or like proof of like UFOs, and I I did look up an article the other week after we recorded the episode, and 
they like talk about how like they would write like major backstories for all these characters that you don't even uh see like the uh and some of like the messages they like talk about how like david's mom is like texting him about like the search and like how she's like gonna try and fly from korea over to like help him and you, i mean you don't ever see him respond but you can like see like the messages like in korean and i don't i mean i don't think you ever like actually see no, him message never... her but like she has like a 40 page backstory apparently or something <laughs> like the amount of depth they went into it to make this movie work is pretty impressive the amount of work they made to make it just feel realistic but, yeah and then that gets to my one nitpick about this whole movie <laughs> uh because after you know they reveal Vic's vapor robe is the bad guy uh it's i guess her son's kind of point of view like because he goes on to you cast and it says your facebook friend like margot kim is now streaming which you yeah and it's like versus yes yeah and it's like well if they're facebook friends wouldn't you already know who this person is and wouldn't it already be linked? Yeah, and when yeah. does she get a notification? Oh, your friend so and so has joined UCast. Yeah, that's just such a small nitpick. I know, but it's like it's a major a movie, part. Don't, it's, it's a movie. Don't think about it too hard. It's yeah. a major part yeah. of the movie. Yeah. But if it's all about the context clues of this movie, and that one context clue doesn't work. Since I say that this is my favorite movie, you may not agree with me, but do you judge me for it? No. No, absolutely no. not. It was a great movie. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like that's, like, a very important thing in being an adult. It's just because my movie isn't your favorite movie doesn't mean I don't get it. Mm. Like, Agreed. I can totally get it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinions. and. But some are really bad. That's true. Yeah, some are really wrong. Like, if you told like me your... Like, Green Knight. <laughs> like, if wow. you told me your favorite... <laughs> I wish you could feel the stare at Katie. If you told me your favorite nightmare was four or five, I don't like you. Yeah. You could say it's one, it's two, it's three, it's six, it's technically seven, new, new nightmare. Uh, you're okay. Like, you could say it's so many. When we say it's four or five, it's like you are... You know what else you could say it is? What? It's prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's from three, so you cannot, like... Four or five can't be your favorite. Yeah. Four or five sucks. That's just... But yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, this is... Searching was such a good movie. I genuinely enjoyed this. And I mean... For me, as somebody who... I don't like movies that stress me out hardcore. I don't like being scared. I just want to enjoy it. Like, movies to me are an escape. Like, And I know you're, Corey's giving me judgy looks, but like... Movies are kind of like social media for me, where I, it's for fun. I want to enjoy it. Boy, do I have the movie for us to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, that doesn't mean I don't dislike those kinds of movies, but I... When you watch a movie by yourself, it's going to be one like that. Yeah, for me, I'm like, I want to not necessarily feel good because I feel like that's I so love feel over, good movies. overrated sometimes, but that's. You just don't like I would not have chose to watch Searching on my own. So, so I, I think this goes into why Katie and I can't be the movie snob. Oh Cause, my god. Because, no, no, hear me out, Corey. Don't, don't sigh at me. Because, like, as I've said this whole time, movies complete escapism for me. Same thing with video games. If I'm in the right mindset and headspace and environment, I am no longer a human being watching yeah. a movie. <laughs> yeah. That's why I can't, I can't be. I will lose myself and unfriended. I'm devoted <laughs> to who dies next. I am with the you, people. I'm How a does that not make you a movie snob? Because you let yourself completely divulge in it. Because I, like, I love It's not like you're sitting unfriended. here thinking about every single thing that's happening. There are so many plot holes. I never would have thought about the, any plot holes in a movie ever. I have to watch a review. That's not my own <laughs> to figure out if a movie was bad or good. I mean, I get immersed in the movie, but then I think it, about it afterwards, and I'm yeah. like, oh. It, like, yeah, it depends on the quality of the movie, because yeah. it may take a while to find the issues with it. Like this one. No, uh, i got to be honest with you guys. I've watched really bad horror movies. Totally lost myself. Acting could be horrible. I don't care. Lose yourself even in the, the movies. Even the dead don't no. die. There were moments oh in God. the dead don't die. Oh where my I, God. Lost I don't believe movie. that. <laughs> I don't either. We were making fun of that movie the entire time. It was the time. scene at the diner. 
That was the only good scene of the movie. I know, though. but I did. Oh, and the part where they're like, that was in the script? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, there's a, there's a Netflix, or not Netflix, a Hulu movie I watched. It was about a killer clown. It was really bad. It was really bad. It was really overly gory. It made me sick to my stomach. Is it the Terrifier? It was Terrifier. That movie's so bad. The movie's so bad. But I was, like, cold sweat yeah. scared during that movie. Because I was so afraid to kill, Terrifier was going to kill me. I was going to look to my right and get cut in half by a clown. I thought I really thought you were gonna say this is why Caden and I can't be the movie snob because I don't we don't like artsy movies where you have to pay attention to every detail to understand the story, and I was I was gonna be like, I feel really attacked right now and I just came here to have a good time. I was really expecting you to say that. No, uh, like also like like even an Avengers movie or a Marvel movie, like I watch it and I'm like. I'm just so invested. I'm like a dude who follows around the Avengers eating popcorn. I don't want to talk I'm about the, this. I'm the ninth Avenger. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Somebody doesn't like Marvel movies. Okay, hey, don't at me. Don't well, at I me. I don't want to be shamed on here. Or in Harry yet. Potter, I'm the random Hufflepuff kid who really wanted to join the group, but never did. Are, are you really a Hufflepuff? He is really a Hufflepuff. I think I really am. So, so here's what's fun. So... I've Welcome made... to our Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> I, but I need to point this out. I'm a Gryffindor. I've made Sam take the test. He's a Ravenclaw. Corey's definitely a Slytherin and Kurt's a Hufflepuff. So we have all four houses here. That's what makes the podcast good. That's, that's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> okay, well, we're off topic on these kind of things. I am the only one who is not a Capricorn. All right, you guys. Finishing off. What's everybody watching? Is anybody watching anything new? It's been a while since we've asked this. No. I watched Dune the other night. How was Dune? Uh, really, really good. Better than Blade Runner 2049? I don't know. I mean, Blade Runner is... Can I make him think about it? Well, the <laughs> thing is, is Dune's not like, like a complete story. It's the first half, the, so... 2049's not a complete story. But it's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a different... like. Comp- like half like i mean you don't it's not the setup yeah it's like star wars episode five being the best it's not anyway i mean it it is the best though yeah katie have you watched anything new (laughs) um i'm actually on like my rewatch of ted lasso (laughs) but i i found another a podcast about it and they're going like episode by episode so i've kind of been watching with that and it's been fun just and, and that show is such a just happy. I was gonna say, I th- it's weird how you like you sounded ashamed, and I'm like, I really like that show. I think we all really <laughs> like it. It's so good. I freaking love it, man. My I changed my phone background to something that was related to Ted Lasso. I might dress up as Ted Lasso for Halloween. So, <laughs> yeah. it, it, I mean, I know I talk about sometimes feel good stuff is overrated, but it's situational. That one is definitely a feel good show. It's just so freaking good, but, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's just a well-written show. Like, yeah. Like once I finish my first watch of it, I might do a rewatch. Katie, don't feel ashamed. 100%. It's, I it, want you guys to watch the first season so we can talk about it. It's yeah. kind of, kind of like searching. There's a lot of hidden clues. If you, Rewatch it that you don't miss or notice on the first time. Yeah, it's so good. So, so Corey, you're not watching anything? No. No, nothing. Nothing new for me. Just more uh, Wife Swap? No, <laughs> I haven't even been watching Wife Swap. Uh, do you, no, you do know you what? watch Wife Swap? I do watch Wife Swap. <laughs> I didn't know that, honestly. Dude, I said that last time. Dude, OG Wife Swap's great. It is great. They Well, like, last time... It's cringe, man. The, the last episode that I watched, they had this... They weren't, like, crazy religious. They were very religious, but they, like... They, like, hated their daughter. They were like, I can't wait for the day that she leaves and never talks to us again. But I love her. And you're like... Do are you, you sure? <laughs> yeah, you're really like, are you sure? And then the other mom comes in and she's like talking to the daughter and she understands. Like the daughter starts telling her about all this and she- the other mom's like, y'all abuse your child. Y'all abuse your child. And you're like, they really do apparently. Aside from that, no, I haven't been watching anything <laughs> See, I live with Corey. I know she's been watching Kid Cosmic. Um, I don't know. No, that was a while back. That's We've not also recent. Been moving. We've been moving. <laughs> That's a it's a cartoon on Netflix. It's it, it's it's great. It's really great. Cord, I might have to review it. It's kind of like fifties comic style. It's great. 
I watched the really obscure unheard of Squid Game. I finally finished it. <laughs> uh, one of one of someone on the podcast needs to finish it, or I will do a solo podcast of me talking about that show. I have so much to say. Uh, I guess I have to finish the last six episodes then. It's nine episodes. Yeah. I, I've watched I will, the first three. I so will be watching six. it. I will not be watching it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll Eventually, it. one day, maybe. Sam, you, you can finish it, and you and Kurt can do an episode on Squid Games, and Courtney and I can have our chick flick. I yeah, swear to God, you just said Courtney. <laughs> Yes, I've renamed my girlfriend. The secret fifth member. Oh, can I tell you about how often I get called Gloria? What? Yes. That's not even close. No, yeah, it's, it's like every other time I talk to somebody, they're like, Gloria? And I'm like, sure, this is fine. I'm fine. Just accept your fate. Um, oh no, you know what? I really want to watch the original Ghost Ship movie. It's got like a 12 on IMDb. <laughs> I have seen the original <laughs> Ghost Ship movie. It's like my dad's favorite movie. That is a... Besides Battleship. Really quick, if you want to watch it in anticipation, we should totally watch it soon. It's a drunk... It's so bad it's good. <laughs> extravaganza. Alright. Um, yeah, so also... Talking about drunk episodes. Mm-hmm. Or just episodes in general. If you guys have any suggestions, make sure to uh, leave them below in our questions box. I know it's technically for questions, but... Uh, Zoobies. We'll just take, put zoomies. Take suggestions for zoomies. We'll put suggestions. Good movies, bad movies. Like Message us on Twitter. We're really not picky, but yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Everything is at CDR Pod. Our Facebook page is just certainly doomed reviews. And uh, make sure to follow and subscribe. And we are on YouTube now. I almost forgot. Yep. yep. We got My a, parents watched it like three times and then were really confused why there wasn't a video. We got a UV2V now. We ain't that fancy yet. I'm so sorry. But Don't yeah, be. so everything at CDR Pod. Make sure to follow and uh, stay tuned for updates and fun stuff. I think that was, that was a great segue to the end, Katie. I tried. <laughs> 13 views on YouTube. Already. Bye. All right. See you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys. Ciao.